What's up, guys? My name is Cody. Welcome back to HRT. Uh, today, we have a special guest. His name is Tyler. Say hi, Tyler. Hi, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler is all the way in Florida, so we're doing it remotely today. Uh, something new, something fun. Um, I wanted Tyler to be on today because Tyler is a fellow trans man, uh, and I'm trans, so it works. Wait, wait, wait. You're trans? <laughs> <laughs> no. Just a cis man talking on our trans guys. <laughs> Just cis men speaking on things they shouldn't be speaking about. Honestly, that's the only thing that separates this podcast from other podcasts. It's the only reason I'm getting away with this is because I'm not cis. <laughs> I mean, people on TikTok who see the clips are like, oh, just another guy who has another podcast. And then there's people in the comments being like, no, this one's different. This one's different. They're not cis. And I'm like, oh, thank you for sticking up for me. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> Um, but I have a couple questions that I want to start off asking you, Tyler. Okay. Um, how long have you been on testosterone? I th- honestly, if I can remember correctly, <laughs> I think it's six years now. Me too. Twins. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> no, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I've been on T for six years. When did you come out as trans? Were you in high school? I actually came out in middle school. No. Yes. Really? I cut, yeah, I cut my hair real short, and I was just like, I think I'm just going to go by. I think I want you to call me boy. I want to be a boy. I didn't know what it was at all. Wow. But I was just like, mm. she, her pronouns don't feel right. So, mm-hmm. like, I cut my hair real short, and I like I always wore boy clothes because I was a big tomboy. So mm-hmm. it just kind of transferred over. And then I think high school is when I was – well, I actually told people. I was like, yeah, trans. Yeah, trans. This guy? Trans. 110% trans. <laughs> no, I love that. That's great. Middle school, though, wow. See, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even have the thought until I was a junior in high school. That's wild. And then, so you came out in middle school, and you were going, did you, like, actually tell people, like, call me, like, refer to me as a man in middle school, or did that become more of a thing when you were in high school? I didn't necessarily tell anyone because I was scared. Like, I was just like, what the fuck is this? But (laughs) more in high school where I was really like, yeah, I think this is is correct. So then I started telling, like, I told close friends, and then... My close friends started telling other people, and then everybody came out for me. So that's what I did, bro. We're the same. I love that. Um, Tyler is in Florida, right? You live in Florida? Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> How has that been? How are you doing? It's been difficult. Luckily, the clinic that I do go to has been like trying to keep it as normal as possible, but like you still have to follow the law. So they're just like, oh, sorry, but here you have to do this. So sorry, but it is what it is. L. <laughs> Biggest L. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you came out. You came out to yourself in middle school. Yeah, that's when I was starting to research stuff. I was like, mm. so. well, something's a little, something's a little funky up in here. <laughs> something's a little funky. <laughs> um, okay, so then uh, you came out in high school then to friends, and then you said you let them come out for you. Pretty much, yeah. That's cool. And then you, I'm guessing shortly after you came out to family, like your mom and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, and she, that was all good there? Yeah, mom was super cool about it. I was scared to tell my dad, but you know how dads are. He's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was pretty much it. That was yeah. pretty much it. My dad, we, we don't have to talk about that one. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, I mean, he came around, so it's fine. He came around. We love yeah. dad, but you know. 
So as of right now, does like everyone in your life know that you're that you're trans, or do you still? Because a lot of cis, I mean, a lot, a lot of cis men, a lot of trans guys out there, I feel like don't tell a lot of people. I only, I keep it on like a need to know basis. Yeah. So like people that I'm meeting for the first time, I'm, yeah. I I think I pass pretty well. So there's no real need to tell them that <laughs> I'm trans. Actually, if you didn't know, <laughs> but like close, like my roommates that I live with now, they've known me since like before I started transitioning and stuff like that. So they've seen the whole process. So I, I think they know, I'm not sure actually. So <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think they know. I'm not sure. I, I think they get it. I never actually told them, but <laughs> there's been signs. <laughs> How long have you been living with them? I've been living with uh, one for, I think, over a year now. And then we just had one of my friends from high school move in, too. And I think he's he's been moved in since December. And I'm really bad at time, so I'm going to call that a year, too. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I relate to that. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> sorry, I'm just getting over being sick. It's a real problem. Um, yeah, so when I, I don't go telling people that I am trans when I meet them because I pass really well. I was mm-hmm. too, but now that I have a podcast, I'm no longer, it's no longer really possible for me to be stealth anymore. It's kind of <laughs> just like everybody knows. Yeah. Which, eh, eh, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, <clears throat> now, how you said you've been six years on testosterone. Mm-hmm. So have I, which is really cool. Twins. Um, that means, how old are you? 23. 23, I'm 24. That makes sense. Yeah. So you, if I started testosterone when I was 18, do you know how old you were when you started? I believe I was 19. 19. The, the math is checking out. <laughs> the math is doobie mathin. Doobie mathin. <laughs> that checks out. Um, yeah, so now you got top surgery? I did, yes. Nice. Where did you go? I went to Dr. Betis at Orlando Health. Ooh, okay. Yeah. He, it was good. It was great experience. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Well, um, I don't really know how to go about talking about it. She's like, he cut them off. They're gone. <laughs> That's it. He just cut them off, and then I walked out. <laughs> Stayed awake no. for the whole thing. <laughs> Stayed awake for the whole thing. No, I think I, I, the only thing I do remember before was, like, telling my mom, like, I, I got to say something funny before, like, the, the anesthesia really kicks in. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, the last thing I remember was, like, looking at those, like, the big old lights up above and I I think I almost said, Do you guys need anything on my while I'm out? <laughs> but I don't think I actually said it. I think it was more like <laughs> and then <laughs> slumber. That is the best sleep I've ever gotten in my life Dude, though. Yeah. Like yeah, I slept like so well. It was ridiculous. Dude, I woke up from my surgery and I, stupid. I they like I remember waking up and they were like, okay, Cody, like, we're just, I was still on the table and they were like, we're going to help you put on your pants and, you know, get you all wrapped up. And I remember waking up, but I remember looking down and seeing my chest, but I, I didn't, it was all in my head. I didn't actually see my chest. Cause I'm pretty sure I was already wrapped up by the time I was looking and I was like, wow, it looks so good. <laughs> and they were like, you can't see it, but okay. And then they were like, we're going to put your pants on for you. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. I, you know, I wore these pants today because they're my favorite pants for the special occasion. I wore them. And they were like, great. <laughs> Good story, bro. <laughs> no, that's... that's- that's kind of weird that they were like, oh, you're still on the table. We're going to make you get dressed right now. We need this table immediately. I was I, like, can we chill for a second? Like, 
I think, okay, so I, I remember waking up. I woke up and I, I was like, I asked for two things. I said, where's my mom? And I have to go pee like right now. I need to piss. <laughs> and I would not, they tried, they gave me a juice box. And I was like, no, I, I'm making piss right now. I need to go to the bathroom. It's brewing, bro. It's about to come out. It's brewing. That's no, what I <laughs> and it's just like, um, did, did they? I remember when I first got there too. They were like, "You need to take all your clothes off." I was like, "Even my underwear?" And they were like, "Yeah, even your underwear." And I was like, "No, I googled. It's as long as they're 100 percent cotton, I can leave them on." And she was like, "I'm not gonna stop you." So I got to keep my underwear on. Did you, did they make you get full full naked? Uh, no, I think I kept my underwear on actually. Honestly, I was I was so close. I thought about it. Like, obviously, I would never do it. But, like, if you make me take my underwear off, I'm leaving right now. I'm not doing it. I will not get top surgery today if you make me take my underwear off. I had already paid the large sum of money to get it done and be like, no, I'm not. No, you can't uh, make me. I'm not taking off my undies for you. <laughs> not for free, at least. Don't. <laughs> Oh god! Oh, that one got me. <laughs> yeah, no, kind of weird that they wanted to. I won't lie, kind of suspicious. <laughs> I was just like, why do I need to take this off? The, everything's going on up here. You don't need to do anything down there. Well, who's your doctor again? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, but. We digress. How was your recovery process after your top surgery? And what kind of surgery did you get? Did you get double incision? What's double incision again? I'm a bad <laughs> transfer, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> the only one I know is keyhole. Yeah, that's what I got. Double incision is the two scars. Oh, I have, okay. I definitely yeah. have those two scars, yeah. <laughs> I definitely have those. That was funny. Uh, so did you have drains after your surgery? I did have drains, and um, I hated them. They yeah. were the worst. But the recovery, so they gave me the good drugs. They gave me, like, Oxy and, like, over-the-counter, like, Tylenol. I did not touch the Oxy once. Mm. And like it was weird because like I was expect like watching all these TikToks about people are like how they get their top surgery and all that, and I was just like, oh, it's gonna be so painful. Like I I don't, I don't know if I can handle this. Literally, I was walking around like the day, like the day of my surgery. I got home, I took a good ass nap, and then I was like, I'm I'm bored. Like, what are we doing? What's going on? <laughs> and like that, like that, that was how pretty old? much it. Like, how old were you when you got surgery again? I didn't ask. He don't know. <laughs> Meds don't know. <laughs> 22? 22. Okay. 21. Okay. <laughs> so wait, that would mean it was a year ago. It was. Because you're 23. No, it wasn't. It was It was fairly recent. <laughs> it's like, where am I? What year is it? I'm looking, I'm looking at my calendar. Hold on. <laughs> I got it done in August. Or no, April 1st. Because I was like, is this a prank? Are they pranking me? Is this an April Fool's joke? <laughs> so April of 2022? Yeah, I was 22. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. That wasn't that long oh ago. My God. Oh, it's, yeah, I was about to say it, has, it hasn't been that long. Because I remember celebrating my 23rd birthday mm. without a binder. So that was great. Let's go. So you, <clears throat> you came out... <laughs> In 20, what year? You were in high school? 20. I want to say it was my freshman year of high school, and I was 16. So in 2016, and then you didn't get top surgery until 2022. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's a long time to go wearing binders and stuff. A super long time. And I was like, I was definitely wearing that binder longer than eight hours a day. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, me too. Go to go to school at like 6 a.m. and then come back from work at like 10 p.m. So, oh, oh, dude, like I have like a wheeze that I'll probably have for the rest of my life just because of wearing that fucking binder all day long. I I definitely breathe like shallower. Like I don't take a full breath in. It's terrible. Don't do that. 
it's not worth it. My ribs hurt like all the time too. I'm like, hmm, something feels off. Why is that? Oh, because I crushed my fucking ribs for 10 years straight. That's why. Idiot. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> so you had drains after your top mm-hmm. surgery. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Were you like, how long did it take you to be able to do this? Honestly, I kind of fucked up in that front. I was day of, day after. Let me get my stretches in. No, it was, I didn't, I feel like I fucked up. I fucked myself over. Cause like I was definitely doing a lot more with my arms than I should have been mm-hmm. at any given moment. But when I was supposed to, I think it took me about a month to be like, yeah, I can reach. You I can reach a little bit. He said no doubt. I didn't do the dinosaur. I never had, like, I didn't walk around like that. I almost bought one of those, like, the grabby things, mm-hmm. the extendable grabby things. Didn't buy that. <laughs> so I was just reaching for stuff. And I pretty much took care of myself, too. Wow. I you, did didn't have, have, you didn't have a lot of help after your surgery? I had a, I had a good bit of help, honestly. I, I had, um, my roommate was here, but he was only, he was only here certain times of the day because he had to work still so for like a good like eight hours a day i was just like i'm chilling (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like i guess it's different between keyhole and double incision but i feel like i don't know i see kids on tiktok being like these are the things you need after you get top surgery and like well yeah you do need a couple things it's like it's not like the most debilitating surgery like i feel like the day of i needed a lot of help the day of but after i went home and slept i was like okay as long as i don't like do this i'll be good i can Mm -hmm. get up and shit Mm -hmm. um now a double incision do you have to did you need a wrapping around like did they wrap your chest yeah they did wrap my chest um it was the most uncomfortable thing yeah. Between, like, I remember getting the wrapping off, like, the first look after surgery and everything. There were, like, where the uh, uh, the drains were pushing into my side, there was a real nice indent that I had for, like, a week, even after the drains came out. <laughs> Damn. So I was... <clears throat> yeah, I didn't have drains. I didn't... I, I didn't even know what drains were until, like, maybe, like, two years ago. Like, I didn't even know really? that was a thing that came with top surgery. My bad. My surgeon also didn't specialize in trans people, which was might have been a red flag. Um, and neither did mine. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, he specialized in, you know, the word gyno. It's when cis men just have more fat in their chest. It's literally keyhole surgery. He just refused to call it that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was wrapped up. And, you know, the first thing that man said to me when I woke up, in like the recovery room of his office was Cody, you're flat. And I was like, bro, chill. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying these things to me right now? <laughs> I know you're trying to be an ally right now, but you're not doing it the right way. And I was like, I yeah, like that's nice to hear, but it low key made me dysphoric for some reason. So please stop. <laughs> After surgery, my surgeon was gone. He was MIA. I couldn't find him anywhere. Couldn't find him anywhere. That's funny. He had he hey he had other patients to see. Busy man. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, <sighs> I'm like wheezing. God, so sorry if you can hear it. <clears throat> I had another question for you. Um, oh, little off topic from the top surgery topic, but I was asked this the other day, so I wanted to ask you as well. Um, do do you think that because you know the whole topic of people not knowing the difference between gender and sexuality do you think at mm-hmm. least not now because you pass very well and like if i saw you on the street i'd be like oh that's a white cis het male another one <laughs> another one um but do you think that when you either you were freshly trans just came out as trans or when you tell people that you're trans now do you think that they assume your sexuality because they don't know the difference or no? 
honestly, I think that people assume I'm sh- like straight, like heterosexual. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I mean, I'm, they're not wrong in that assumption, but mm-hmm. I don't, I have never had anyone been like, to actually assume, that's a good question. Shit. <laughs> Shit, you stumped me. <laughs> yeah, you stumped me. I really, Cause I like, don't think I've, when I came out as trans, I feel like people, not that they would think that I didn't like girls and that I liked men, but <laughs> how could you ever? I'm just kidding. Disgusting. <laughs> but when, you know, it's like, okay, so you're trans, you like girls, does that mean you're gay? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. hang on. If you think that, that means you're not seeing me as a man. You're still confused about my gender. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've gotten that from people that are very close to me, which is upsetting. But, but I mean, I, I've never taken – I've never – fuck, what's the word? I've never missed a chance to educate somebody. So it's simple as uh, I'm a man. I like girls. That makes me straight. Also, though – I don't label myself. I think labels are stupid, but um, you never had, have you ever had anybody be confused between your gender and your sexuality at all? Well, I realized I've fucked up on that first part of the question when she's like, oh, when you were like, just like came out, I was like, I almost said just turned trans, just <laughs> turned trans. <laughs> I think, yeah, definitely when I first came out, it was like, I don't know if, if it was my dad or my mom, it was just like, so you're a lesbian i'm like well i did the i did the trans thing i came out as a lesbian first before i came out as trans i came out as a lesbian first and then i changed it and then i don't know i actually don't remember who it was it was just like so you're still like just gay you're gay i was like no like i like women but i'm a man i'm man now (laughs) i'm man now (laughs) i'm man now (laughs) that's what i'm gonna change the podcast name to i'm man now I'm here for it. I'd subscribe to that. I'd, I'd pay for the Patreon. <laughs> the entirety of the podcast is just us talking like that. I'm mad now. <laughs> just like caveman talk. <laughs> Honestly, new idea. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so I guess it's a good thing that not too many people questioned your sexuality you know when i came out as <laughs> as trans i never really came out to my mom as gay before coming out as a whole dude i kind of just like she knew i knew we both knew but we didn't talk about it now we can talk about it mom <laughs> but i remember coming out to her as trans and i was standing in her room for a long time because I couldn't get the words out. And she was like, what? What do you want? What is on your mind? What are you trying to tell me? (laughs) I don't know. And she's like, I think I remember her being like, I know you're gay. Is this what this is about? I already know. We don't need to talk about it. And I'm like, "Uh, well, yeah, but uh, there's more. And she's like, more? Extra steps. What do you mean more? (laughs) I was like, oh, God. So it all just kind of came out in one at one time, but it worked out. We're fine. Um, next question for you: um, Does being trans affect your relationships with cis men if they know you're trans? At least mm, the cis men in my that I have in my life now no and they don't really care they treat me like any other guy but um i guess people that i'm not friends with like cis men like that i just i guess i try to act more like a cis guy yeah like (laughs) mentally does it affect the relationship like on your side even if it's not affecting it on theirs if i consider that person like like if they're gonna be like a part of my life for like a good bit then i'll like put some stuff like some actual thought into it and like stuff like that. Oh, fuck. I don't know how to answer this question, bro. Stop. <laughs> Your questions were too hard and I don't appreciate it. Okay. You're making me think way too hard. 
I don't like it. You sound like that bitch from Big Mouth. Oh, oh my god, Andrew. Bro, why are you so good at that? I wanted to be a voice actor for a little bit. Dude, that was so good. Wow. Thank you. I'm like so impressed. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> like, why won't you pants me? I need you to talk like that to me all the time. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's good. That's good Thank stuff. You. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so what I mean by that is, I don't know. I feel like I have, I have in my life right now, one cis friend and he is in this room. <laughs> one cis male friend and he is in this room. I I find it very, very hard to be friends with cis men because not only just because of how typically they are terrible, um, but because of how I compare myself all the time. And I think that's why I can't. Not that I can't. I can. I just, I mean, I like, I don't know. I have cis men, cis male friends. I'm just not close with them as I am with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm just constantly comparing myself in a room full of them. And I'm like, I can't. This is bad for my mental health. <laughs> Where are the girls? Where are the ladies? <laughs> Where's the women? <laughs> so that's kind of why I don't. But I don't know. I think that's just something that, that I work through, I guess. Honestly, now that like you explained the question to me a little bit more because I'm stupid, but I th- a good portion of my like male friends are cis. I think I have one um, that identifies as non-binary, so they don't count. But um, all my like cis identifying like he him pronoun using homies <laughs> are actually really supportive. Like, I have one friend that I've known since, like, kindergarten. Um, he's been, like, by my side the entire time. Like, it's one of those friends that you can have, like, where you, like, don't talk for, like, three years, and then you talk to each other, and it's, like, you never missed a day of talking yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, I just I just know how to pick my friends, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, like, that's, like, insanely hard to find in cis men. Like, <clears throat> I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, there are many cis men in my life that are supportive and nice and you know are like good people right but i guess i don't know i guess i don't go the extra mile of actually trying because typically they all suck and i'm afraid of that you know what i mean oh yeah for sure Anyways, enough about cis men. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is a trans. This is a trans podcast. Okay, enough about that. <laughs> trans podcast. I sure as hell talk a lot about cis men. It's kind of stupid, actually. <laughs> um, next question I have for you. I think this is the last question I have, and then we'll get into some other stuff. Um, but do you have? And if this is too personal. We can just move on. Um, but do you have any specific things you do to cope with dysphoria? Um, if you don't, it's fine because I don't even know if I do. <laughs> I just, it's just like dysphoria in general. Honestly, ever since I got top surgery, I haven't really had any. Okay. So, so you think a lot of your dysphoria came from definitely, that. definitely. As soon as those were gone, I was like, mm, sicko mode. <laughs> I can be myself now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. See, like <clears throat> that goes into the topic of do you need gender dysphoria to be trans? And I think <clears throat> I still don't know where I stand a hundred percent on that because I do have some TikTok clips. Um, up on TikTok about me talking about that and I get comments every day that give me a new outlook on it 
Mm-hmm. Um, see, in your case, you had dysphoria before getting top surgery, right? Yes. Yeah. So you did have dysphoria. Mm-hmm. And when you did something, that took it away. But you still had it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So in yeah. that sense, it's still, you're still on the side of, yes, you need it. You know what I mean? Well, so, all right. So I, I put some thought into it. Necessarily, I don't think you need dysphoria to be trans. But for, I think in order to get access to like the medical stuff to it, like the testosterone to get top surgery, like all that stuff, I think you should have dysphoria because otherwise you're fixing a problem that doesn't exist or you're creating a new problem Mm -hmm. and i think that's i think that's where my head has been the whole time i just couldn't put it into words i guess like i guess i still don't understand and when i talk about it i feel like i'm talking about it from a binary sense from a person who is a trans male or a person who is a trans female. I don't think it's right of me to talk about it from somebody who is non-binary or right. between the binary. You know what I mean? Right. Or outside of the binary. Yeah. But for a trans male or I guess I can't really talk on trans women, but <clears throat> I don't know. I still don't quite understand how you can be trans with out having gender dysphoria because if you don't because it's about gender if you don't want to be the opposite gender or you don't feel like the opposite gender yeah where how where is it stemming from you know what i mean right that's where i'm confused about it but i do kind of agree that like if if you're unhappy with the way your anatomy is then you change it but if you're mm-hmm. not unhappy with it where's the thought even stemming from to change it you know right yeah that's where i'm confused about it and i'm never like when i bring it up i'm never like trying to come to a uh conclusion about if you need it or if you don't i'm just Mm -hmm. here with an open conversation about it because i think it's interesting (laughs) but you said that your dysphoria kind of left after you got top surgery, which is really cool. I feel like mine kind of did too. I think I still have some like, I feel like dysphoria, people think that it always has to be this extreme shaking in front of the mirror type of thing. And I don't, th- right. I don't think that's always the case. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. I think it's also just like, Oh, I'm uncomfortable. That's dysphoria. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, that's what dysphoria is. <laughs> I'm a little uncomfy right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. Like, and I feel like a lot of trans people don't know they even have dysphoria because they think it's this extreme fucking thing. It's not. Yeah. It's quite literally just being uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to react to this video that I found on the interwebs of our favorite person buck buck angel and blair white um two trans people buck angel if you've watched past episodes uh we talk about him a lot he is a trans man i think he's around 60 years old he's a terrible person he's transphobic uh and blair who is a trans woman who is also you guessed it transphobic um (laughs) they get together and they talk about a lot about trans youth and just so many other things that we're going to we're going to we're going to dissect it and get angry together um i have a lot of timestamps for this uh so bear with me here uh, we're going to start at 2 minutes and 30 seconds and let's see what they have to say it's, it's sad for me because I really, I love community and I think community is important, but I don't know if we really even have a trans community anymore. Yeah, I go back and forth between considering myself a part of the community because there are times where, you know, I, I do have other trans friends mm-hmm. and, you know, when I'm hanging out with them, sometimes I'm like, oh man, this is a community, like we're yeah. having fun, we're like whatever. And then other times, you know, you go online and the discourse is so just um, antithetical towards real 
life. Like it, yeah. it yeah. like it contradicts so much of what it is to be a real trans person, exist in That's the world right. and be trans. It's like we're supposed to be so freaked out about bathrooms, we're supposed to be so freaked out about um, pronouns and all this stuff that doesn't make its way into my daily life at all. Right. But on. yet it's the biggest discourse, you know? That's right. Um That's right. And one of the th- Okay. <laughs> so I just want to touch on what she said at the end there. Um, the fact that she was like, they, the biggest discourse in the trans community is bathrooms and pronouns, meaning that that's what trans people talk about the most. Yeah. Is what they have a problem with. And she's like, that's not really a problem in my life though. So I don't get why we're arguing about it. <laughs> Just because it's not a problem in your life doesn't mean it's not a problem in everyone else's life. Yeah, like, I'm glad you pass so well, girly. I'm so happy for you, but not <laughs> everybody does, okay? Not everybody has the money that you have to be able to pass so fucking well. Mm-hmm. So, that one pissed me off. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I'm just going to rip her apart. <laughs> Can't About wait. whatever. There are kids getting really messed up <sighs> by the direction this ideology is going, um, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Yep. So we are both in agreement, and we can get into the specifics, but we're both sure. in agreement that transitioning is not something for kids. A hundred percent in agreement on that, and and we can see it. You know, there's always exceptions to any rule. I believe that there yes. are some kids that might benefit from this. But on a whole, if we look at it, what's happening today, I disagree with everything that's happening. I disagree with the fast, which I, we have been started calling it fast tracking, yes. of pushing these kids, like, if you're going to die, if you don't transition, that's all complete, total nonsense. And it's actually, on some level, um, well, it's lying, first off, yes. number one. Number two, it's putting parents in a very, very, very vulnerable space. I'm a parent. So, you know, it, I don't think it's fair to parents, not, not, not just the kids, but it's also not fair to the parents. And we're not putting the actual real information out there. <clears throat> what the fuck? <laughs> My question is, who said, I want to find one trans person that has said, your kid is going to die if they don't start hormones. What? what? If it, doctors are so hesitant to start younger trans people on hormones in the first place they're so hesitant it's not something that they're handing out like fucking candy like mm-hmm. i had to go through a process to start even as an adult mm-hmm. so it, i don't i think he said we're lying to people you're lying to people telling people that doctors are out here cutting away at kids and handing out pills to kids bro who who Show me what doctor. Show me a doctor who does that. Nobody, Nobody's out here trying to hurt your children, I promise you. <laughs> and friendly reminder, these people are trans. These people have gone under, gone under surgeries, gotten hormones at a young age. They moved fast through their, their transitions. They did everything they're telling you not to do. Okay? Okay. Mm, lovely. Friendly reminder. These young girls realizing TikTok. Just look at TikTok. Look at that's how we are actually losing ground. It's TikTok. The fact that all these kids. It sounds so petty, but it's real. Oh, no, it's not petty. Go on there. Anyone who disbelieves or want, just go on there and search any of these situations. You see young kids running around. I've seen 13, 14 year old kids with chest surgery going, woohoo, we have our. We're so happy. Like, what? Who does that? That This has always been a private space. I, I think for yourself as well. Transitioning is a very private space. And to be jumping around about your surgeries or these things seems very indoctrinating to me. Yes. It's like, look what I got. Yay, yay, yay. You want to have it too. That That is actually, you can just see it on TikTok. That's all I'm going to say. Just watch it. Well, because a lot of these surgeons are branding themselves. They're becoming... Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, yes, is transitioning a private thing? Sure, but why can't why can't somebody go online and seek help, seek validation, seek whatever they're looking for to, for them to get them through their transition? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> even like even if they're not searching for validation, like it's fun. It's like it's like getting top surgery is a big deal to a lot of trans people like fucking 
like you want to share that if you want to if you want to share that and be open about it that's your life exactly and also what what 13 year old did he see with top surgery scars yeah what kind of for you page you got bro like <laughs> you know, look, you know that's tailored to you right dog what are you, you looking up your own for you page brother like what the fuck <laughs> somebody call the cops this guy's looking at kids <laughs> for him to be mad that i think what it is is that he is mad that he didn't have an outlet like TikTok or the internet when he was younger and transitioning. And I think that's what he's fucking mad about, that he didn't have a community that could support him. Right. That's why he's fucking mad. Because he had to do it alone, so everybody else has to do it alone, right? You fucking (laughs) weird... Like, if I have to to walk uphill both ways to school, you have to do it too. Dead ass. Like, you sound like your typical fucking... Like in my day and age, like what the <laughs> fuck, bro? Like, <clears throat> anyways, uh, next one we got. There's a middle ground to a lot of this. There are kids who have dysphoria. I don't like to call them trans kids. I call them kids with dysphoria. Because there are people with dysphoria that are not trans. There you go. And so once you start labeling something, you now immediately pushed it into a space. And then why do we have a huge amount of detransitioned children? Twenty. 20- Okay, so he said in the beginning um, that he doesn't like to call trans kids trans because he thinks they're too young to know that they're trans. And that is hella disrespectful because I feel like even at a young age, you know your gender you know who you are. You can know who you are at a young age. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you have your whole fucking life figured out. But yeah. like, if a kid is saying, I'm not a girl. Are, it, okay. As a trans person, you're going to, you're going to look at that kid and be like, mm, you're just confused. Like that was you, homie. That was <laughs> you. Like, fuck. It hurts my head, bro. Jesus Christ. No, I mean, like, fuck. I don't even know what to say. Like this, you just sound dumb. Just sounds dumb. And like this is a face of our community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what she said at the end there. She said, "I, I don't even know if I understand it." To be honest, she goes, "People have dysphoria and they're not trans." I don't get that. Well, I've seen a couple of the the gym bros that are like, oh, my dysphoria because I'm fat. And meanwhile, they're fucking shredded. But I mean, it's body dysmorphia, though. That's not dysphoria, right? Because I don't know what the hell she's saying then, because if somebody has dysphoria and they're not trans, I feel like maybe they should be trans. (laughs) Yeah. I think she's confused between dysmorphia and dysphoria, which a lot of people are, because it's gender dysphoria. It's not just dysphoria, it's gender yeah. dysphoria. I don't think you can have dysphoria without the gender gender part. I don't know. I can be talking out of my ass, so I have no idea about that one. <clears throat> um, okay, next. Voice can be powerful in a more political space. And this is, I, I consider this a political space. Yes. And I really feel like I wouldn't be doing a disservice not only to myself and my own transition of 30 years. I've transitioned 30 years ago. And I would be doing a disservice to the young kids today who yes. need to see this is what it's all about. Like, look at me. I have an amazing life because I transitioned, but I didn't do it in a rush. It's, it's so scary to see what I perceive to be a lot of youth that are not trans. Mm-hmm. That's right. So he said, he said he would be doing the community a disservice if he didn't talk about how he transitioned, but he transitioned slowly and he took his time. Meaning that people who move too fast in their transition are wrong for that. And look, I came out, I came out as trans in 2016, I got my, I changed my name by 2017. I then got top surgery in 2018 and I was done in three years. I move fast and I have no fucking regrets. 
So where even, the fuck is your logic? Yeah, even still, like three years is a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. Still, because like I think I even took a, a little bit longer. Of, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't do math, so I think it was just. <laughs> I think I did take it a little slower, but it was only it was just like I was just doing it. Yeah, but like no matter how long you took, you it's. Do you think you would have regretted anything if you got your medically medical side of your transition done faster? You know, I'd been happier faster. I'll tell you that. Exactly. Like this man is sitting here saying, "Slow down." Like, I yes, sure. Nobody should be like. Nobody should make these decisions unless they're one hundred percent positive about it. But who are you to say how long it takes somebody to realize who they are? You know what right. I mean. Like everybody's different. Everybody moves at different paces. There's no one way to transition. Your way of transitioning is not the only way, dude. Not the exactly. only way. Exactly. Preach. <laughs> Speak to them. <laughs> Retweet. <laughs> to create that vagina because they never Whoa. actually developed their starting points. Whoa. Because they've been on blockers since 12. <laughs> so even their own arguments don't even work. No, if the right. argument is these kids need to be on puberty blockers because it saves them problems later... <laughs> It seems to me you're trading off problems. <laughs> but what are the problems? So the problems are what what they're trying to save these kids from is looking masculine or looking feminine. Which why are looks being prioritized? First off, look at us. Look at us. We didn't have puberty blockers. No. And I think you look pretty feminine. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I look pretty masculine. Yeah. So we're proof of the fact that we didn't take puberty blockers. We might have struggled a little bit. I struggled. No, but I don't. Here's what I don't understand. Struggle is not a bad thing. Now, I don't want some kid feeling suicidal. This one makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, this one really grind my gears too. Because like, just because you had to go through struggle doesn't mean through that everyone else does like mm-hmm. like probably like if you if, if book had been on uh puberty blockers or hormone blockers or whatever probably sorry my tummy just grumbled really loud and it just completely derailed my whole thing <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> I, just, I agree with you i wish i had been on hormone blockers you, you know how much mental anguish that would have saved me in the long run bro Dude, yeah, and this bitch goes, this bitch goes, and why do we care about looks? Because puberty blockers, if you go on them from a young age, they will help, especially for trans women, they'll help you pass 10 times more because they're, they're stopping your puberty from a young age and they're stopping yeah. everything, whatever. So it does help you pass in the long run. And to that, she says, why do we care about looks so much? Okay, 90, I bet you 95% of trans people their dysphoria comes from not being able to pass, right? Because that's kind of what dysphoria is typically. And so I'm not saying that looks matter, but being able to pass or what you think being able to pass looks like matters because it helps with the dysphoria. And it helps just being able to to flow through the world normally as cis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like – I'm not saying looks matter, but looks matter when you're when you're trans in that sense. Yeah. And like lucky you, you didn't need puberty blockers. Like look at her. Look at her. Like yeah. uh you think that like I <laughs> you know what I mean? Like privilege is what I'm trying to say. Like <laughs> not not everybody has what you have, girl. Sit yeah. down. Huh? So. Well, then I start to get all weird conspiracy, dude, right? And I'm like, uh, is there like a bigger thing going on here? There has to be. There has to be. There's a lot of money behind this because there's no way our tiny little, little teeny community can have as much power that it has to change laws to literally get our flag flown at the White House. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, they happening? wouldn't give us this power unless they were using it That's for something right. else. And That's I can, right. I've... So... I agree with what she says at the end there that like – because they're talking about pride if that wasn't clear. Um, I agree that she's kind of like there's something else going on behind the scenes. Like everything is about money at the end of the day. But he is more like I guess being like 
our flag being shown at the White House, like, we don't deserve that. Like, that's the vibe that he's given off there, and it bothers me because these two hate to see our community doing well. They hate. They hate it. They hate it. But, like, like why don't we deserve that? Exactly. He. That's what they, they think that we don't, and it's disgusting. They very much want to, like, flow through the world as if they weren't trans, and I think that's the problem. Like, because you it's- hate yourself. <laughs> it's all comes from self-hate at the end of the day yeah i don't know it's so sad it's kind of sad to be honest with you it's just like these two trans people talking shit about their community that they think is so small but i'm pretty sure millions or billions of people that like well, this is not some small like niche group it's literally a part of the acronym it's mm-hmm. lgbt Keep plus. I'm sorry. I'm bad at. I'm a bad ally. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's not small. Is what I'm trying to get at here. It's not. And even like taking out LGB, like it's still the trans community is still so much bigger than I think these two can comprehend. I think they both grew up in a very in a place where it wasn't accepted, and they were made to feel like. They were lesser. Yes, so outcasted that they still have that type of mindset. And while, yes, we are still not anywhere where we need to be, like they Mm -hmm. treated as, like, I I think they just have so much self hate that they don't even want to acknowledge that they are trans, which is fine. Like, I'm not saying that everybody has to say that they're trans. You should, because the whole point typically of being trans is to be able to flow through the world as if you weren't. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. but. To be not famous, I wouldn't call them famous, but like to have a platform where you have attention because of the fact that you're trans and you use that platform to tear down that community is ballsy, in my fucking opinion. <laughs> like, but, infiltrate and tear them down from the inside. <laughs> I swear, like, sometimes I listen to them talk and I, I'm like, they can't actually feel this way. Like, this has to be for clicks, like, for a paycheck. Because, like, this, yeah. Uh, like, what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll just go to the next one here. No problem with that. That's their yeah. situation. They're going to figure it out. I will not let kids be put into our space and being told that if we don't do this, people are being lied to. Parents are being lied to. And I'll say it again. I'm a yeah. parent. If somebody said that to me, I would be like, if I wasn't trans, I'd be like, what? Oh, my God. I would freak out. What do you mean? What do I do? Well, here, give your kid these medicine and your kid's going to be all fine. Of course, a parent is going to do that. They feel very vulnerable at that point and they want to save their child. So everyone out there needs to understand what Blair and I are saying is this. We care about these kids. We don't want the kids to be shoved in a space that they're not supposed to be in. That's why there's a group of 28,000 detransition. These are all young kids. Yeah. I did um, a... Uh, So... (laughs) Have you seen that video on TikTok? It's a young trans girl. um, And then the interviewer is talking to her mom and she she goes... I'd rather have my kid change their pronouns a thousand times than write their obituary. Period. I've never seen that, but, like, good point. Yeah, so... No, like, because... Also, he brings up detransitioners at the end. Like, that's the only thing that you have to go off of, bro. The only thing that you have. Yeah. And... He says... He says if... He says a parent, any parent would just hand their children medication without knowing anything about it. That's what he's saying, that any parent would just be like, okay, let me hand this, hand my kid some hormones without looking into it. No, you're an awful parent then if that's what you're doing. Like, like, no, uh, the right parent would listen to their child say, okay, let's think about the best course of action and- if the final resu- result was starting hormones, it's okay. Let me do my research. Let me make sure that my kid is going to be healthy and safe from these hormones. You and then you do your research and realize they'd be fucking fine. And if they change their mind later down the road, it's okay. It's fine. It happens. But like, I bet you that would be only be like what a 
a 10% chance of that fucking happening because I don't know the actual number of detransitioners, but it's only like, they only make up like, like 1% in, in, in comparison to all trans people. Like, yeah, I don't know. There's like not many of them and they're acting like there's so many, I think they say like 20, it's like 28,000 they said or something. I was like that compared to like the rest of how many trans people there are in the world. It doesn't seem like a lot. (laughs) No, like that's such a small amount compared to trans people. Hey, um, get surgery and does all that. How are they going to come out of that? You don't think they're going to be depressed for the rest of their life. I deal with these kids. They cry to me all the time. I spend hours, you know, on the phone with these kids because I feel on some level that it's my service to do that with these kids and they don't have anybody else to talk to. And I leave crying and like, how is this? You know, it will actually make me cry right now because I just cannot believe that the world is letting this happen to young people who have everything in front of them right now and they won't won't have it because now they're going to be U-turned onto, oh my God, now I'm carved up. I, I can't have babies. I can't have sex. And I'm just like, oh my God, please wake up out there. Please. You have to hear what we're saying. We will be so screwed up. Our whole space, the trans world will be screwed up from this. It's, it's going to be a wrap on the trans community. It is. It's, it's going to be a wrap. To. That's right. It's about to be a wrap on the trans community. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> All these kids are carved up. I was like, what? <laughs> They're carving kids out here like pumpkins on halloween (laughs) like what dude what what are you saying bro like the way he's making it seem like medically transitioning for any trans person is this gruesome like we're not gonna be able to have sex like we're not gonna be able to fuck like what bro that's my biggest thing bro i cannot fuck anymore (laughs) like what do you what do you you're trying to make it seem like we're like tearing ourselves apart and like no longer have sex lives and like we're living as like not human like and this is you like you're trans also i I can't i think he said like you can't have kids anymore like i'm pretty sure trans people trans guys or anyone can still have kids like yeah like he's i think he's saying that uh kids that transition from a young age and then grow up and realize that it was a mistake. Now they're like, fuck, I can't have sex. I can't, I carved up my body. I can't have kids, but that still holds to be untrue. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's not true. You, if you Period. transition, yes, I'm sure there are a lot of detransitioners who can no longer have kids who have gone to the extremes with their surgeries and stuff. But like, that is also nobody else's fault but their own. It is not the trans community's fault that somebody maybe moved a little too fast, maybe didn't think all the way through with their transition. That's mm-hmm. not our fault. That is, you know, no, no trans person is out here being like, you have to transition or you'll die. Like, no, no. Take the time to learn things about yourself. Take time with yourself. That is that is what every trans person will tell you to do, like because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. even some trans guys don't get top surgery, and that's completely okay. Exactly, exactly. I don't know, and I think that also, as much as he hates people on the internet or on social media pushing quote unquote pushing kids to transition, he is pushing just as hard to not transition so picture me or you at 12 years old watching this video questioning your gender i'd sit there and be like well fuck like what am i supposed to do I'd, i'd be even more confused like this wouldn't help me like i i don't know if like i would hate him like I do right now because I would be young and uneducated on everything. Like I would be so like, well, fuck, like, am I a boy? Am I confused? And then I would probably spend the next few years living in the wrong body, upset and miserable because of his fucking words. I bet you a million fucking dollars. So like, yeah, I'd also, yeah. 
just as much as you hate everybody else on the internet pushing kids to transition, you're pushing them to stay in the wrong body and to stay miserable, which nobody should fucking commend you for. No. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and that's on God, okay? On God for real. <laughs> crazy people who want to here's the deal i want to coexist in the world i want to be part of the world yeah. i transition to be a man and live in the world these people want to dominate space they want to take over women's space they want to come in and say people with uteruses people with whatever that's not fair and that's not okay yeah. because people don't have uteruses women have uteruses trans men can have a uterus but when we start wiping out language in order for trans people to feel comfortable in the world that is insane and i will not yeah. be part of that it used to be, it would kind of be like me, like moving to China and then being like, <laughs> actually, y'all have to do things like America. It's like, totally. no, trans people. And, and, and <laughs> why? What's the problem with using inclusive language? Please tell me. Thank you. Thank you. I, it's like you, you hate your own community so much that you're not willing to change one word. In your, in your language, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you, I don't think he's. I don't. I'm not sure if he's gotten a hysterectomy or not. But imagine if he didn't, and he refused to refuses to say people with uter uteruses rather than women who have uteruses. Bro, it's literally you. You're people with uteruses. <laughs> You're the people with uteruses, bro. Like what the fuck? Like yeah. And I think somewhere in there. I don't know if he said it in there or if he's about to say it, but he goes to say that he thinks that the word cis is a slur, but he has no problem saying trans. He has no problem saying trans people, trans kids, trans community, but he refuses to refer to people who aren't trans as cis. Bro, don't even get me started on people who think cis is a slur. Don't even get me started. <laughs> worst, bro. The worst kind of fucking people. It's literally just like another another label. Like, you want to put trans on us, we're going to put cis on you. Mm -hmm. And it's also... How, how, how do you... And we're the snowflakes. I get called a snowflake because I would prefer if somebody said people with uteruses rather than women, but I can't call you cis. Are you kidding? You fucking snowflake. Okay. Yeah. All right, we got the last clip here. <laughs> One more hoorah to get fucking angry. I'm pissed. Love me because I'm honest. Most of the people that come to me, watch me, are all cisgender, which I actually even hate that mm, word and yes. I don't use it. But that being said, the people who come to me are not trans and not LGBT. They're yeah. like, oh, Buck, you're just a normal dude. That's all I want the world to see, that people like us just want to get back into the world, deal with our stuff and move forward and become doctors, lawyers, YouTubers, whatever the heck we want to be. <laughs> Podcasters, whatever you want to be. <laughs> so he says it right there that he's just he he wants first of all, he says that the only people that come to him are cis. Duh, because no trans person is coming to you. Why? You're you're like scary. Like <laughs> you're hateful towards the community and you want and you wonder why like oh no trans people come to me it's only cis people. Like no you, you know why, right? Do you realize? And he loves it. He loves that cis people come to him because he craves their validation and he absolutely loves that those are the only people that come to him because he can't give advice to trans people. He doesn't know how. He he doesn't know how. Because he is not happy with the way he transitioned and his outcome. Because he fucking hates himself, so he looks for validation in people who think he deserves death. <laughs> like, tell me I'm wrong, though. Like, you're looking for validation from people who hate you. And it shows, buddy. Like, honestly, you, you have deep-rooted issues, and I think you need to get that checked out. Honestly. Honestly. That's all I have to say. About you, Mr. Buck and Mrs. Blair White. I knew it's kind of a shame because when I first like discovered what trans was, like he was pretty big back in the day for his acting career. Dude, yeah. <laughs> thank you for fucking reminding me. Dude, okay, yeah. So I've 
talked about Buck on this podcast a couple times now, and each time I forget to say that Buck is a was a porn star, and <laughs> I think I, okay, I you could never catch me watching that because. I wouldn't touch him with a five foot fucking pole, but um, I did. I did look up his um, his like bio thing for Pornhub, which I should have done. I immediately regretted it. <laughs> Even that, like you know how Buck said that he wears a costume and that he's not actually trans. Yeah, Twitter bio reads female who lives as male or some shit like that. He calls himself a female in his Twitter bio. He says that him being a trans male is like him wearing a costume. And then even his fucking description on fucking Pornhub. I don't even want to say it because it it it's disturbing to anybody who's trans, but I invite you to to go read that because it says the most out-of-pocket thing that no trans men would ever, 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 ever say about himself. Like, fuck you. Like, that's how you know your shit is for clicks, bro. And, like, you're giving such a bad representation of what, of how a trans guy thinks, how he acts, how he feels. Like, it's disgusting. You're making a joke out of trans guys is what you're doing. It's just (laughs) such a shame. Because I looked up to him when I was younger. I looked up to him. I was like, dog, this this guy's doing it. Like, he's he's got a career. He's he's doing stuff. Honestly, I didn't want to be a porn star. Like, that's not where I was going with it. But it was just like someone who transitioned and was happy. And for him to come out later and be like, basically fuck trans people. It's just like such a, it feels like such a stab in the back. That's like like when uh, Caitlyn Jenner came out and she was like she's doing all this stuff and now she's also saying hateful shit it's just like okay but why who's paying you to say these things about your community mm-hmm. don't dead ass like who is paying you because i can't i can't wrap my head around how a trans person could be so transphobic like <laughs> damn i don't know i thought that there was nobody worse than caitlin jetter and since this podcast has like gone through the motions i can name at least like four people who are worse than caitlin and that's terrible that is not awful um but i guess that's a good place to stop yeah yeah nice all right um tyler thank you so much for joining me today um tyler will be back i will have tyler on this podcast again because this was fun (laughs) (laughs) no thank you so much for having me honestly this is great yeah, of course, dude. Anytime. This was this was a lot of fun. Um, can they follow your Instagram? Do you have any other platforms you want to be followed on or just Instagram? Um, you follow me on all platforms. Honestly, they're all the same. It's Tyler Money Sign, but it's the word money sign spelled out. So it's TikTok, um, Instagram, it's Twitch if I ever start streaming again. Oh yeah, plug that Twitch, brother. Plug it. <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah weird okay so yeah follow tyler on instagram tiktok twitch wherever you can find him um his handle will be probably in the left hand corner you can give him a follow um and you can follow me uh at hrt podcast on instagram and tiktok i drop (laughs) videos every tuesday um yeah thank you so much for watching this week uh i will see you next week and we will I don't know what's planned for next week. I guess you'll have to find out next week. (laughs) 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 Uh, But thank you so much. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.